36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. of basketball more in the game and I'm your host coach Goins as we always open the show make sure you got your sneakers on you got them laced up tight because we are not in the studio and we're not in the gym we are actually on the deck that is right we are sitting at my best friend's home Mr. Victor Bullet, and who is on the show welcome Victor to basketball more in the game how you doing there, Lamont? Excellent, excellent. And we also have from Charlotte, North Carolina, in the house, Mr. Walt Fry, who is the Executive Director of Charlotte Regional Fund for Entrepreneurship. So, Mr. Fry, welcome to Basketball More in the Game. Great to be here. Hey, so folks, let me kind of set the table for you, kind of offense, defense, what we're going to do this evening. We're just going to kind of ham it up, if you will. Uh, I've got two gentlemen that have served their country. Uh, actually, they were in uh, in service together and did some tours, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that. If you hear a little bit of wind blowing, that's okay, because we are in the Shenandoah Valley, and uh, actually the three of us have on jackets, believe it or not, and it is late May, but we are wrapped up. Uh, we're just sitting beside poolside, so we're just going to talk a little bit about life and just talk a little bit about, of course, we can't talk about... Uh, basketball without talking about that uh, game uh, it should be an exciting game going in tonight so with that guys uh, I'm going to kind of open it up and let's talk a little bit about your military career and then, and it will go from there so Vic I'll uh, open it up with you if you want to share well thanks Lamont it's great to be on your show uh, again uh, my military career uh, I had the opportunity to actually serve with, with, with Walt Fry here for about six years um, I'm one of those type of individuals you've never saw me uh an individual who would actually want to be in the military. Actually, it was one of the, the things that I would probably run from based on uh, the type of uh, background that I come up with with my father being a Vietnam vet. However, I did utilize that opportunity uh, to join ROTC when I went to the University of North Carolina. And uh, actually, uh, it's been a great, great uh, career choice for me because a lot of the things that I've been able to accomplish over the years um, I owe a lot of that to the military and, and great leaders like uh, Walter Fry uh, over the years. So I know we've spent some times in some hostile places, won't go into a lot of details, but again, uh, I think a lot of my leadership experience actually stems from the military. All right, Mr. Fry, would you mind sharing what they are listening on it? Yes. So first of all, I'll say uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Coach Cohen. Thank you. Victor Bullard. I mean, I love you guys. And I think it's uh, really important for us to say that because... A lot of our life experiences and where we land in terms of the game, the hustle, the, the, the life the, on the basketball field and business and entrepreneurship is really about the people around you. And you are high quality people and you and your audience is real fortunate to have you creating this uh, this conversation. Oh, I certainly appreciate that, sir. So so what I what I think about is, um, you know, Victor and I have met, what, 25, 30 years ago 1989. Almost? Wow. Many years ago. And... Uh, we are a little bit, man, right? And uh, I'm a West Point grad, um, was in Army for 10 years. Um, I had the pleasure of serving with Victor uh, back in, in a number of different operations back in the early days. And uh, what uh, what stands out for me in that time period is is a fact that uh, in life, in games, and war, and Army, it is about character, it's about perseverance, it's about recovery, it's about resiliency. And it's about the ability to, to win as a team. And uh, I look around and see a lot of things I learned over time. 
have been about being on teams with folks who, who, who really care about you, who matter, who push you, and uh, being able to look at people and say, I want to be like him, like them, even if it's just a part of you. And I look across the table at Victor and say, man, that dude's a good leader. <laughs> I, I want right. some of that. Exactly. exactly. And, uh, and looking at other people and say, I want some of that too. And I've been really fortunate to be around great people. And uh, over the last, over the 10 years I was in the Army, um, great experiences, great interactions, and great success in a lot of ways. And triumph, because a lot of things weren't, weren't easy. So I feel very fortunate. Um, coming up here, we're talking uh, on the cusp of Memorial Day weekend. That's correct. Yes. Thinking about those soldiers, sailors, airmen, um, and their families, um, and folks who have been lost over the years. And we certainly uh, say a prayer out to them because they made a difference for us over time, and they make a difference for us in this nation as we, we try to do so much that is for the, for the good of people in this country and beyond. So I could talk about this forever because I love what we do, I love what we've done, I love this country, and I love uh, the fact that our soldiers and sailors and airmen out there every day doing what they have to do. You know, so, so yeah. folks, you know, just just you know, just kind of sit back and just think about uh, what these two fine gentlemen just, uh, you know, gave you from their heart. You know, not only from the heart, but from also their experience. Uh, and as it says always in the word, iron sharpens iron. So that is why, you know, again, uh, on the heels of. Um, Memorial Day weekend and having these two fine uh, gentlemen. Again, and there's nothing wrong with serving your country by any means, and it creates true leaders. Uh, and then again, to my left, uh, we have assistant vice president, and we out to my right, I have an executive director. So that just uh, that goes without saying. So with that, gentlemen, kind of put this out on the table. Can you kind of share with our listening audience? And I know a lot of coaches are out there listening. And again, basketball is more in the game. But with that, kind of talk talk about how you have worked your career have a family and create and just kind of put a little synergy around the work-life balance if you don't mind sharing that well Lamont I think that's a great question I think it, it comes down to priorities you know um, and different individuals have different priorities you show me someone who's uh, following or around good people you know I show you individuals who are probably gonna have a great great future uh, you and probably make quality decisions. Uh, and fortunately, I've been able to be around uh, great men and great leaders like like Walt, you know, and and other individuals uh, throughout my lifetime, and it's impacted me greatly. And uh, I've been around some individuals that I've learned from that you know what I, you know what uh, they're probably not doing all the right things, but I was able to take from them. But in essence, I, I think it's about. You know, what you see, I heard this on one, one of the shows, one of the guys was talking about what you see is what you'll be. Mm-hmm. And I was able to take and see a lot of great things and a lot of things that I wanted to take and emulate. And one of the things I want to do is be able to, to be an example for my son and my family. So I think it's about priorities and taking really uh, staging those, you know, and what's important. Okay. And, and understand, you know, we do have busy lives. But there's a lot of things you can accomplish if you take and organize it and you prioritize it correctly and you have a strong support base behind you. You know what? So, uh, so we're in Virginia, but we're going to kind of cruise down south and, and hear from uh, Mr. Fry. You know, the, the, those are great, great comments, Victor. Uh, what, I, what I'd add to that is that, um, you know, life is, is what it is. Every day we, we come in and face, you know, what is, what is, what is the situation handed to us? And the thing that that um, the things that we can't control are the circumstances all the time. Exactly. So, but we what we can recur- re- control to some degree is our response to it, and our response to it often um, results in what is the outcome that is the outcome that we achieve. 
So um, for um, from a life uh, work life balance, man, I hadn't figured it out yet. Right. I'm still working it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't right. know the answer. Sure. I know that I wake up every day and I think about what's the best I can do. Uh, I think about um, the fact that I, I thank the Lord for another day, for my wife, for my family, for the opportunity and try to prioritize what I think to be um, the most important things to allow me to get to a goal that I think is an important goal for my lifetime. And those things could be uh, around our jobs, our careers, community service, creating a business, building a business, impacting people's lives. Whatever those things are, I think it's important for us to think through how we are going to prioritize on a daily basis because all we've given is the next day. Correct. And we got to just think about, you know, what are we going to do today to get us to our our outcome? And... um, I had figured it out. I know every day I try to do better and, and make it be- best. But if you, but honestly, I think about this. If you, um, if you do that, you can think about the future, what a future you're trying to impact, future family, and you try to understand what, how do you do that today, right? In this moment, in this second, in the response to the thing that's going to happen, then you get there. Okay. You know. All right. Yeah, yeah, I, and I do think, you know, well, that's a great point there when you're saying you haven't figured it out. I think, you know, when we look at it out there, we have to be in a position that we can never settle. Yeah. And that that happens sometimes when we take and settle for that land of good enough. And guess what? That's all it's ever going to be. I think no matter if you're playing sports or if you're in the business world, no matter where you are, is that you've got to be able to take and when you get up in the morning, what else can I take and learn? Because I feel that the, the largest room in the world is the room for improvement. And when you settle, that, fit, that basically puts a statement out there to everybody else that you've arrived. Mm-hmm. And guess what? In, in today's world, we can never arrive because we're only measured against past successes. Because guess what? Someone's always chipping, no matter what that is. So what's been very important for me is never, never settle, never feel that you've arrived and be humble enough to take in, take in something that you can take and learn and pass on to someone else. That would be one of the biggest things that I could take and pass on anybody who's playing sports or anybody in the business world, anybody out here in a regular job is never settle because you never know there's something that's inside of you, the paths that you cross, that someone that you cross, their story is so big when they start telling their story, how that can impact you and that seed that's been planted actually manifests itself because it's so much bigger. Because we're here. So when you think about it, what, seven billion people in the world, that's close to? Yep. No one has a fingerprint like you. Yeah. That's right. And we're here for more than just to have a job. Yeah. We're here to be a significant impact to the world. And a lot of people don't really understand what that calling is. So that's why when you get up every morning, you should realize that you should never settle and be pushing forward. And what else can I do and take an impact? Can, can I answer, can yes, I answer please, that? Please, please do. Um, I love that because um, there's this all, you know, everybody says this adage, you know, it's, it's uh, the enemy of great is good. Okay. Right? <laughs> but we also heard this, this another part of it, right? The uh, uh, great and good are the enemy of possibilities. Right, so the ability to kind of think about, take a moment out of your day, a moment out of your life to think about what the possibilities are, as you think about your calling, your you know what God's will, your 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 dreams, and be open to what that could be. Now it's hard sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Because every, the day gets in the way. But um, if we are able to, and my and I, I'm gonna play off what some some Victor was talking about, right? If we're able to kind of think about and realize and think about. Um, Ponder, think about the possibilities, the possibilities of our lives and individuals with other people, 
you know, what we don't have, somebody else has that can help us be better and bigger than we ever thought we could be. That's huge. Yes, it is. The possibilities of me as an individual might be small, but me with Victor and me with Coach Golan, man, that's huge. Correct. I never knew that I could do that. And I think um, to instill that in people, to take a moment to think about the possibilities and bring those possibilities back in today, into today. So what could it be? And I had a conversation with someone recently about, uh, I'm, I'm into entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. business development, et cetera. And they had an idea, and it was, that idea was, was, was small. They said, okay. we're going to do this for you know, this neighborhood, this sort of people. What if you thought about doing it for the world, right? Right. What if you thought about the scale of what you're doing and how you get there and who you can impact? Man, me with other people is extraordinary. Me by myself, I'm pretty good. Right. Me with other people, man, right. that's beyond my expectations, and I can bring it down to how do I do that starting today? So today matters, tomorrow matters, the possibilities matter. And I think uh, one thing that we should, we should um, I, I think about um, that gets in the way of that is, you know, we gotta get through every day, right? Right. But, um, and I think some of our young folks especially are impacted by not being able to believe in those possibilities, right? So anyway, that's, that's something that uh, becomes so important for all of us. And, um, as we can kind of uh, encourage that and, and develop it and bring it down to the everyday, the possibility in the future into the the activity of the day is what creates the steps that take you to get to your future. You know, and, and, and folks, and you, and you wonder why these gentlemen are on the show? I'm telling you why they're on the show. Listen, you know, back and forth across the table, passing it as they're going down the floor. I love this guy, by you the know, way. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my brother, man. You know, oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no doubt. I definitely, you know, Walt, yeah. you said something there. Uh, it just in Lamont introduced me, Coach Goins introduced me to this uh, author years ago, uh, uh, Miles Monroe. And he always talked about, you know, that, that seed that's inside, right? And he said some of the biggest dreams, the biggest innovations, and the biggest things that never occur, where are they located? And he said, where are they? And he said, and one of the things, at first I said, well, you know, in your heart, it's in your mind, it, it's here. And he said, you ever rode by a cemetery? And it hit me like a rock. That's right. Come on. I Come said, on. right then, and I knew exactly where Miles was going. He said, there was a lot of dreams, there was a lot of goals, there was a lot of inventions that never come to pass because someone didn't take and join with someone because they didn't have, they didn't know how to pull it together and get others behind them. Or someone didn't cross their paths to basically make that dream a reality. So a lot of those, those ideas and those plans and those goals never got to manifest themselves. And it's one of the biggest treasures when you ride by. A lot of people say, that's people who've gone on. Yeah. But when I view it now, I always look at it as, what didn't manifest itself? And, and I, I'm going to add to that, because yes, I think part of the thing is um, those dreams that manifest themselves may not have done so because they were trying to be treated by alone. Right, exactly. You know, but man, I got a coach. Mm-hmm. I got players with me. I got a team. I got others who are helping me along. What are you talking about? I'm going to do this, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, it's true in business. It's true in entrepreneurship. I work with all entrepreneurs. And um, the single most important factor, this is true, you can, it's, it's known. Okay. The single most important factor for the success of an entrepreneur is their team, their mentorship, the people they know who have done this before can bring them forward. That sounds like a coach, right? Right. It sounds like mm-hmm. a person's mentoring them who's connecting with resources, knowledge, 
assets, capital, all these things. And it comes back to I'm not by myself and I'm not alone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a big thing we talk yeah. about. You know, Pastor Ray at Victory Worship Center always talks to Coach Goins that we're not here to do it alone. That's exactly right. We're not right. men here to do it alone. You know, Someone's got to be able to raise that, raise their arms with you. You know, and, you know, Victor brought up a great point. I had the opportunity yesterday to, to speak at a lunch in the FCA and when I actually used a little bit of Miles Monroe stuff. So at this point, I like to, like to kind of, you know, drop a little bit on this. It says, a man cannot discover new oceans unless he has the courage to lose sight of the shore. You know, so you think about what uh, Victor and, and, and Walt has been saying here, just, you know, laying, again, laying it down, things that you need to do, things that you need to pro- understand that it is a process to achieve. So, guys, I, I'm, I'm going to give you a second, then I'm going to drop this one on you, okay? So, while they're kind of getting their minds right around this next question, because they don't know if I'm going to throw an alley-oop or it's going to be a, 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 a full-court bounce pass, but in that... That's well, life in general. That's Chris life, Morgan. that's exactly like <laughs> life in general. So, for the, for the folk, folks that are tuning in for the first time, uh, please understand that uh, Basketball More in the Game uh, is available on iTunes as well as Stitcher. So please uh, check that out. And when you do, find that subscribe button. And we certainly appreciate you continual uh, support. So with that, guys, uh, here's this fast break question. So imagine I'm out of bounds and I'm going to kick it over to Walt first. So Walt's going to bring it up. And as he's bringing up the floor, Vic's already across the half court. So in that, the question, at what point in your life did you feel or did you realize that you had the that you possess something special to be the leader that you are today man that's a hard one so um, I'm going to take it in two spots yes sir please I'm going to take it in in the perspective of um, when other people other other people thought that right okay so there were time periods in my life where um, other people saw potential and encouraged me and moved on and allowed me to get to a point that was, you know, that was was, was good for, for a lot of reasons. So, shared before, you know, West Point grad, spent 10 year army as Harvard Business School grad, spent a lot of time in corporate America and, and finance mm-hmm. and Wall Street and other places. Um, and people along the way were very encouraging along the way. So, I was extremely fortunate. But I'll be honest with you, I didn't believe it. Okay. I'm gonna be, I didn't I didn't necessarily believe that, right? I know I was always struggling to be like another person, like okay. and an ideal persona. I'll use the word that was somebody I wanted to be like when I was uh, someone in the business or not. And honestly, it's been recently where I said that you know what, I'm a pretty good me, right? Right. <laughs> That's right. And I can be the best me I can be, mm-hmm. and be better, and seek the possibilities that are part of my life. You know, whether in that zone that other people believed I was in, or that I believe. And it comes. It does require support and engagement of people who are supporting you. But when you think about, you know, when did you know? I still don't really know. Okay. But I'm knowing pretty good, right? <laughs> but I know there's other dudes like Victor who's better. Okay. All right. And I want someone. I want someone. He's got. I want someone. He's got. You know. Exactly. You know. But here's old saying that I've got. And again, I had to stealing from my from my pastor. You know, sometimes there, uh, Mr. Fry, if you don't toot your own horn, sometimes you got to toot your own horn because if you don't toot your own horn, it won't get tooted. That's okay. right, man. So it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, that's like in, 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 the, in the Bible. you got to encourage yourself, man. Exactly. You, gotta, you know what? I'm going to toot his one right now. Right, go ahead and toot it on. Okay, go ahead. I know. I met Walt back in 1989 as a young lieutenant straight from a small town, Walt Cullen, North Carolina. And I walk in. I see Walt. I think he's the platoon leader, first lieutenant at the time. Uh, I think so. Maybe just had been recently promoted. I was a young butter bar walking in. 
with all this training, all these FM manuals, and uh, I knew there was something special about this guy, but he, he, he really understood his audience. Okay. But what impressed me is that he was a West Point graduate. But what I noticed right behind, and I tell this story a lot to some of my leaders, because it's you never forget a goal or a dream. And sometimes it's not meant for that season. It takes a little time. But Walt actually had a plaque behind his desk in the state, accepted uh, to Harvard University. And I said, well, Walt, you graduated from West Point. He said, and he goes, well, I got accepted. <laughs> There's a difference in being accepted and having a full, basically full ride. Mm-hmm. So as we continued on through our military careers, and after six years, Walt stayed a couple more years, and he called me up and he said he was uh, making his transition. Mm-hmm. and said, what are you going to do? And he starts looking at uh, different business schools that he I wants remember, to attend. I remember, I, remember I was yep. sharing with yep. this yep. coach going back, and I think that was around when we were in Cameron, North Carolina, where Ooh. I was living there. Last year, Walt's got opportunity to go to the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. He's got opportunity to go to Duke, uh, you know, those type of things. And we're just looking at the finance, and then he starts running it down. He goes, at the end of the day, there had to be something pulling, because when he got the warning he informed, he said, I'm going to Harvard. Yep. And that's like yep. how things go full circle. Yes, yes. But that wasn't an easy decision. That's correct. Because there was great sacrifice for this, uh, I consider, a great friend, a great mm-hmm. leader. We've been through thick and thin, yeah. back to back. Yes. And we could tell some stories, but that's another time. But for him to basically go through and say, I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to sacrifice, give all this up, basically make this move, and go back and follow one of my dreams. And then come back and find out two, three years later, he receives that degree from Harvard. Such an outstanding thing. It, it's uh, it, it's just just great. That always stays with me when, when individuals say, you know, I can't. I'm like, well, you know what? If, if there's a will, there's a way. And, and Walt was an example of that will in that way. You know, and just as we said earlier, he, 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 wasn't, he wasn't scared to, to lose sight of the shore. Yeah. He he went after it. He, and sometimes people say, I'm waiting for my ship to come in. Folks, sometimes you got to get in the water and swim. You know, <laughs> don't, don't be afraid to get wet in life. I That's mean, right. because, you know, two, three things, you know, either going to going through a storm, just out of a storm, or get ready to go into one. So, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to give these guys a, a, a break before we come to the victory. Got to pay a couple bills. Uh, so at this time, we definitely like to thank uh, one of our sponsors out of North Carolina. That's Mr. Curtis Jackson, independent broker, agent, benefits coordinator. Uh, his office is in Creedmoor, North Carolina. So if your insurance needs in North Carolina, please call Curtis Jackson at 919-614-5796. So again, we certainly appreciate uh, Curtis and his staff with his continued support of basketball more than the game. So now Vic, go ahead and toss the ball over to you. You coming down the floor. Let me set it up. Okay. <laughs> you got about 24 seconds on the shot clock. You, 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 you're down two. So now let's talk. Let's Share with the folks. Uh, so makes the same question that we asked uh, Mr. Fry earlier. Just what what makes it what what makes Victor Bullet go? You know what, Coach Goins, that's that's a great question. I think it's a great question at the time. Uh, you know, I thought certain things in my life years ago that here's the here's what made Victor tick. Mm-hmm. However, I had a great opportunity with the company that I worked for. It sent me through a program, and and I had to really do some soul searching and. And basically go back and really identify leaders or individuals who impacted my life uh, the most, who made me who I am today. Okay. And and guess what? As I went back in and I started to dig and look at my history, I always thought about, you know, hey, my dad was this. And this is no slide against my dad. Sure, sure. But 
at the end of the day, I realized that my biggest impact was my mom. Okay. Just looking at her and 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 seeing what she went through as as a you know as a young lady, dad away in Vietnam, not knowing if he's going to come back and you're pregnant. Yep. And and for her to take and do that. Stand right there in the gap and wait for her husband, my dad, to come back, and they start their lives. So, when I look at that, I've always been born. I've been born with a strong work ethic because it's been a part of who I am. I got to see it, so I was able to be it mm-hmm. through my mom and through my dad and through all family members. But again, I I, I would have to agree with Walt a little bit. There was always this doubt, uh, this little self-talk that would would come up ever so often and get on that shoulder saying, you know, you're not worthy, you're not good enough. And guess what? You know, that type of type of talk, if you're not strong enough and have the right people in your court that's supporting you and encouraging come you, on, telling that you can do it, that's right. you can easily succumb to those types and actually become just ordinary. But guess what? An ordinary individual can do extraordinary things if yes. he's surrounded with the great people. So, But I think the biggest thing that impacted me is when I made that decision that I was going to go off to school, I went into basic training, and then one of the members was a captain fight. It said, you really need to get into ROTC. And at that point there, and was being selected to go to jump school while in college and lead one of the largest ROTC programs on the East Coast in the East Region, but jumping out a safely, perfectly airplane, I realized and had people follow me to do that. I realized there was something special. May not have been totally sane at the time, come <laughs> on. But it gave me the opportunity to say, if I can take and jump from this perfectly safe aircraft, there's mm-hmm. not too much that I can't do. Mm-hmm. And again, I've come from humble beginnings, but along the way, I think right there at that year as a sophomore, as a junior, was probably the first time. But then probably. You know, making the transition from being something safe from the military into the civilian sector. You know, I, you know, I look back on that. People ask me the question. You know, Walt might be, get asked the same questions. Why didn't you stay in and retire? And again, I owe a lot to the military, but they prepared me. Come on. At that point, when I made that transition, and guess what? I faced adversity. I faced some failures. I, I had some shortcomings. I mean, to take and get a call and say you're not accepted and they don't feel that you're good enough and you get passed over for mm-hmm. a job and realize, whoa, I've already been in two combat zones. I jumped from planes. I've led some of the best men and women around the world. And someone tells you no. Right. But I will tie this back to sports. Okay. Come on. Because your show is definitely, it's more than a game. Right? So when you go back as kids, you don't always get the call. That's right. So, guess what? In life, you're not always going to get that call. But what do you do when you don't get the call? What do you do when you don't get promoted? What do you do when you get passed over? What do you do when circumstances come? What do you do when life throws you curves? Guess what? I got thrown a curve about a month ago. And I had the intestinal fortitude to be out here today and, and be here with friends and friends coming to visit during some circumstances that, that hit, hits home because it's life. And you need a supporting cast. But my ability to lead has been based off of individuals who believed in me. I love that. And I, and I think that's been the biggest thing from the military and that transition, always having that mentor and having that navigator to help navigate the course for you because they've been there. But I really think if, you, if I divide it up in those two, that sophomore year in college, 
and probably that 28, 29-year gap when I was transitioning, coming into the civilian sector. And now I'm in logistics. So I think during that time frame, I realized that, you know, this was my calling because one of the biggest things that I learned is to grow and develop leaders along the way. And I was able to do that in the military, and that's one of my greatest passions. So, And people rely on that. But I rely on them because I'm never going to settle because I think I can become better. You know what? So, folks, you know, you're hearing from Victor Bullitt. Um, Assistant Vice President Marshall's Distribution, and also Mr. Walt Fry, the Executive Director of Charlotte Regional Fund for Entrepreneurship. So you see why they're here. And again, uh, no no uh, slack as we uh, continue to, to peel the onion back here on Basketball More in the Game. It's And again, both gentlemen has eloquently put that. So as they transition, uh, and I know uh, as we said earlier, they got to make sure they got the sneakers on and, and got them <laughs> laced up tight. So we get ready to move into our second uh, part of the podcast we call In the Paint. And so when we're in the paint, we're going to be talking about We can't have a show and not talk about basketball. Uh, so with that being said, uh, just remember, uh, those of you that are looking for a, a great, great youth sports program, uh, please go to uh, playactsports.com, and that is uh, here based in Stanton, Virginia. So go to playactsports.com for youth sports needs. Again, it's a dynamic folks. Uh, spend a lot of time with those uh, people, and they will do your kid right on the court as well as off the court. All right, gentlemen, so I see now you come back out. It's after halftime, and they got on their Air Jordans and, and everything else. So let's kind of talk about this NBA playoff. All right, so in that, uh, I'm going to kind of set the table. I really don't want to talk about the night's game. Mm. I really don't. Okay. I want to talk about the finals. All right, all right. you guys are visionaries, right. so right. we ain't going to talk about the all day. Right. We're going to talk about what's coming down the road. So in that, let's let's start off with game one. Who do you see being as related? All right, we'll, we'll work. I don't know. I mean, let me let me back. Let me apologize. I'm already setting the table that it's going to be uh, Golden State and Cleveland. Because you, you, you're a smart man. Okay. Smart. You, all right. All right. You so got the crystal ball. You got the ball. Man. All right. So you know what? So like, say take it to Vegas. Coach going said it that the finals is going to be Cleveland and Golden State. All right. So with that said, folks. Here's what I'm going to set up for uh, these two fine gentlemen. All right? So, all right, uh, to my right is sitting Mr. Walter Fry, and to my left is Mr. Victor Bullitt. So I have just been promoted and just got a call from the NBA front office and that Mr. Walt Fry is going to be coaching the Cleveland Cavaliers, and Mr. Victor Bullitt is going to be coaching the Golden State Warriors. So with that, what are your philosophies, Mr. Fry, in order for the Cavaliers to win the seven-game series? So the first thing I'd say is that uh, when you have the uh, the best player in, in the NBA, uh, that's a, that's a blessing and also not really a curse, but it's certainly something that uh, uh, brings a lot of attention to that one player being the differentiating factor. Okay. So I think one thing for us is to to make sure that we're playing a total team game, and that we're able to make sure that we are able to uh, know that LeBron's going to get double triple teamed. And know that we're going to be able to distribute the ball among our players, uh, either Kyrie or, or, or Love or, or the other guys. Expect for them to be able to, to, to carry their part and to make a, a, a huge impact. Okay. Um, I think um, uh, we know LeBron's going to get his, his game. He's mm-hmm. going to get. His, he's going to do what he does. Um, but that alone won't win us a seven-game series. Okay. So the ability for us to be able to, to have the right matchups, to be able to. Um, uh, create the right opportunities for 
other players to also contribute, that's going to be, be critical. Okay. All right, Coach Bullet. He's from he's from the travel league to the NBA. <laughs> but again, we're just we're just having some fun tonight. And I know Coach Bullet is a heavy heavy Cleveland fan, so that's why I kind of flipped the script and put him mm. on the put him on the other side of the oh. coin. Oh yeah, listen to the crowd. <laughs> All right, so Coach Bullet, you got the mic. Yeah, that was a that was a great tactical move there coach Goins <laughs> but I will have to concur with, with, with my buddy over there Walt uh, to game plan against uh, probably um, one of the, the greatest players that I've ever seen and that's LeBron James is not going to be an easy feat however we're going to take and go back on history uh, we had them at 3-1 and we feel that we're stronger than we were last year I think everything's got to take and flow through LeBron so we're going to have a focus on LeBron. LeBron cannot beat us. He's a great facilitator. And we have to cut that out. We have to move the ball rapidly from left to right to the middle, back and forth, and keep them moving. The quicker we move the ball, and I think if we can keep that under uh, .9 seconds on ball movement from hand to hand, we're actually being the aggressor and keeps them backing up. At that point there, that's going to cause a lot of pressure on them to take and defend. And we want to take and continue to run. We understand that they can shoot threes, but we can shoot them too. But we realize that we feel that we have we have the best chance. We have home field, and it's up to us to take and protect the court. Mm-hmm. But the key is we can't let LeBron beat us. All right. I, I think I think that's important. I, I think at the end of the day, um, the second football defense wins. Right? Defense has an impact. So you know, there's, there's no way we're going to be able to say that we're going to be able to control those three the three point shooting. No triumphant that is, you know, the Warriors, right? We can't do it. Who, who can do that? Right. You can't you can't exactly, you know, take the step completely out of this game. Right. But we can try. All right. We, no, I'm sorry, you, go ahead. You know, you know, uh, you know Vegas actually has Golden State up there looking like they could potentially sweep. I don't know where that's coming from. I don't either. I'm, this, yeah, you yeah, got to have respect uh, for your opponent. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this, this, these, this game will come down to those, those last two or three minutes. And and it's really about turnovers. Yeah, defense going to matter. About hitting some yeah. free throws at the end. Yeah, there might be one game in that series that might be lopsided, but overall, it's going to take a complete team effort. And it could be potentially one individual that uh, that could be the star that really steps up. You know. So so with that, I, I want to kind of set the I want to set the table. All right. So I'm, I want to go player by player, and see who would you match up on that player. All right. So I'll start off. With you, Vic. LeBron. Off of your five, who who are you gonna who who's gonna go head to head with LeBron? I know this is a risk, but I'm gonna take in place based off of length and 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 width there. I'm gonna go with Kevin Durant. Uh, I think that's gonna you know be able to shoot over Kevin. Now that will have an impact on Kevin on the offensive end because that's a big task. Uh, but again, I think I would have actually match Kevin up against. Uh, LeBron, I think that would give him his biggest challenge, and actually having uh, Green take and protect the paint as the rim protector. Okay, if so he gets by. So, so he, hold up, I got this call coming in Vegas. They just changed the odds with that man. Now, great, that was exactly that's exactly what I was. I don't know if he was looking on my screen, but that's what I had uh, had Dallas. All right, let's go on over here and talk to uh, the uh, defending world champion coach, there, Mr. Walt Fry. So, Mr. Yes, Fry, sir. so you've got um, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Right, who had a phenomenal game the other night? One of the probably one of the pound for pound best guards going to the basket either hand uh, that can just take it uh, take it to the well. So who who do you see uh, who do you see uh, Kyrie Garden on, on Golden State? 
I mean, it's, it's obvious, right? It's got to be Steph. It's got to be Curry. And at the end of the day, um, the ability for him to be able to, um, you know, Decrease the length of the court form such that you know we're cutting off his, his, his easy access to three-point baskets and making sure that he is working for everything he gets. Um, and I think um, that uh, Kyrie has the ability to do that. He's quick. He's um, aggressive. He uses his body as much as anybody else for guard, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. And he's uh, able to um, really put pressure on um, his opponents to um, to make him work for every play. Okay. I think we got to look um, really sure that we're not giving up easy baskets we're not uh, and that includes you know stupid fouls right you know um, based on the current you know <laughs> rules um, and um, and uh, assuring that uh, we are you know just based on the, the offensive scheme um, are able to to be there for um, you know offensive rebounds and to assure that we're you know, we're also being aggressive in um, our ability to, to, to take advantage of opportunities. Yeah, excellent. Sorry, so uh, there, let's slide over here to the Golden State guy. I know he, he's uh, – Steve Kerr's out with a back problem, but uh, Coach Bullard as well, and he, he's able to, 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 to make sure that the ship is right. So let's change it. Let's, instead of talking about the, um, Clay Thompson, because Clay will be kind of a tough matchup, I think, about who do you think will be the key other than – KD or Curry, who will be the key to your success? Can you repeat that again, Coach? Going. All right. So, take away um, Kevin Durant. Take away uh, Steph Curry. Who do you think will be the key for Golden State success in this series, other than those two? Oh, it's got to be Thompson. Okay. Because if you take a look at it, um, again, we were a good team. I, I, actually, you'd be considered a, a, a great team, just like the Cav- Cavs are. Uh, however, when you bring the talent like a Kevin Durant, uh, we had to figure out some things during the season. And uh, how when you got four superstars like that, and how how are we going to take and distribute the ball? So, uh, if based on where we're at, I feel pretty good. If if one or two of those guys are down, we know that Thompson can take and step up to the plate and he can hit the three, and he's a pretty good defender overall. So, I think he may be the X factor for us in the entire series. Okay. All right, there, Coach uh, Fry. So, with that being said, so what? What is? Uh, who is your sleep? And who? Who? Who is on that squad? Cleveland's current roster. Who is the player that has to bring their A game, whether it's if it's four or seven games? Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, in general, I'd say everybody. We know DeBron's good. Is what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. So everybody else. But yep. let me just get, look at the two players that have kind of stood out recently who've been able to do it. Uh, Kyle Korver. Okay. You know, you, you got to say that, you know, he has kind of created some offense that, you know, that is not typical in his, yes, in yeah. his, his game during the regular season. And he's been able to be, a, be a, uh, a secret weapon differentiator in the last last couple of games, I'd say. Um, I think he uh, had a good game, a strong game, and I think he's, he's going to end up, he's come off, comes off the bench. So him, uh, Kyle Korver being real strong is relevant. And us getting more points off the bench is going to be relevant. Okay. Um, I think uh, the game plan for Warriors are probably really focused on our our, um, our, our top five our, our starters, but uh, getting productivity off the bench is going to be critical. All right, there. So let's 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 kind of bring this thing down for landing on, on this. All right, Coach Bullet. Four, or would it go seven games? So this is Victor speaking. Correct. Okay. Hmm. 
Now you you can take this. I know I know you you're playing this role as Golden State, but he's a true uh, Cleveland fan. So go ahead and speak for speak speak as a Cleveland fan on this I'm one. I'm speak as a Cleveland yes, fan. Yes, sir. Pull the veil down. I'm a, I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna try to be a fair witness to the process. Okay. I'm gonna pull back the lens. All right. Uh, and not try to show too much bias here. <laughs> How I feel going into the game, I feel that the Golden State uh, Warriors has the advantage because they are the home team. Okay. If it comes down to a seventh game, it's going to be hard to win there. However, with the addition of Kevin Durant, it will cause matchups, problems. Uh, when you look at the two teams' bench, uh, based on what Walt was covering, uh, the Cavs, don't, you know, sometimes don't get a lot of scoring from their bench. Okay. Versus the Golden State Warriors. However, when uh, you do have LeBron James, he's the overall X factor. And based on what he was able to do, not just last year, but the previous year, where they were able to get two wins without a love and without an Irvin, mm-hmm. and to pull it to six games was pretty tremendous. Yep. And last year to win it being down 3-1, and I think they've added the, the additions and trying to keep up with uh, Golden State. Um in a game seven, I think it would go seven, and I think LeBron and them wins in uh, wins on Kerry's court. Okay. All right. Coach Fry, it doesn't matter if you're a Cleveland fan or a Golden State. What, what's the length of the series? Well, well, let's see the length of the series. Well, these are two world-class teams. I think it's going to go far, if not all the way, because um, – they didn't get to this point in the, on the battlefield to uh, to go uh, easily vanquished, right? Yep. <laughs> so I think it's gonna let's call it. It's, it's gonna go seven. All right, gonna go seven. So um, with that in mind, you know, um, I, I'd be run out of the city of Charlotte if I didn't say I'm a Steph Curry <laughs> fan, right? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, it's got change the address. You know, just change, uh, dude. I'm gonna change the address, man. <laughs> Davidson is a real nice place. I, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it up there. So um, so uh, with that in mind, I, I think that. Um, Seven, it's it's gonna be a battle, but um, I could take going seven. Um, I I think that um, the, the Cavaliers have even been woken up a little bit with the uh, the Celtics win. You know, you know, knowing it's not gonna be easy. Um, yep. uh, but at the same time, I, I think that um, when you look at the look at the look at the matchups, look at the individual talent as a team, mm-hmm. and the ability for them to uh, to produce you know offense. I think the the uh, the Warriors. Um, and I, I believe they are superior in a sense. And I think that they've demonstrated that they can do it um, in the paint, at the three-point line, um, at, uh, at, at both ends uh, in terms of offense and defense rebounding, and the ability to uh, to create a, a fast-paced game that, that uh, the Cavaliers also do so as well. Right. But um, they've been able to do that in a way that's um, that's been pretty impressive in a very strong conference in the West. You know what? So. Right. You know, you, you think about it. Right, you got, you got, you got enough? Okay, all right. So, folks, listen. I just want to certainly appreciate, you know, these two dynamic uh, gentlemen kind of stepping outside the box, if you will, uh, and putting on their NBA uh, hats. And uh, and no, they don't have any ties. They kind of got a dress down look for the day. But again, just just having a little fun here, kind of, you know, dipping into the end. We've already in the finals, and I know a game comes on at 8:30. Uh, the uh, Boston Celtics, as well as the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight, and that'll be wrapping that up. And so, hopefully, Cleveland will be able to take care of that. So as we start bringing this thing to close, what I want to do, I just want to kind of go back to the gentleman having and get the final closing comments 
uh, from them. So with that being said, I know uh, home court has its advantage, and as we sitting out here on the deck at uh, Vic's place, and again, just a beautiful, beautiful view uh, over our shoulder is the uh, is the mountains as the sun's going down, and just sitting right above uh, his pool, and you know, some of the kids are in his pool, and you hear the lawnmower going on. So uh, you know we're not worried about that. That doesn't yeah. stop uh, that doesn't stop us. It's just the reality of life. So with that, we'll slide over to Mr. Walt Fry, again the executive director out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, so, Mr. Fry, your closing comments, sir. You know what? First of all, it's been a pleasure having this conversation. Yes, sir. I mean, you guys are, are incredible. I learn so much from you every day. I, I, some of my most fun, fun memories have been coming up here, uh, spending time with you guys. Um, so I really appreciate it. So thank you first. Um, the only thing I close with is that um, as we look at the game, game of life, the hustle, the, uh, the game on the court, um, we really do have to look at our possibilities. I really believe that. That uh, who we think you are today, whatever those constraints are, if you really think about those people around you, which you can be, which you have been, which you seem to be, um, and I think Victor said it earlier, it really doesn't matter what you see. Yes. You see the possibilities and believe that you can do it. Um, but it's not just believing it. It's actually thinking out and then pulling it back to the day. So what are you going to do about it? Mm. Right? What are you going to act on? What are you going to plan for the day? How are you going to respond to those very difficult situations where you have to say, am I going to fight or am I going to keep my cool and respond? Or am I going to be able to uh, and get the most out of the situation? Or am I going to react, you know, talk to situations and uh, not get to my objective? So um, I really think about um, if, if for, for young folks, especially and older folks, too, because I'm, I'm a man of age. Okay. Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, thinking about the possibilities, who you can be, what you can be um, is uh it's especially good to do with friends mm-hmm. and especially do, good to do with people who can help you and support you. And But it all starts with you and how you think about and see and view the world and view it as something um, you know, beyond yourself because you have people out there to help you. So all that being said, teamwork matters, the coach matters, um, the game matters, and together we can win. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So, again, we just thank you so much for your time and sharing with us on, on today's podcast. All right, then, Mr. Bullet, you have home court advantage, and we'll have your closing comments. Well, first, uh, uh, Coach Gorns, I definitely appreciate the opportunity to be on the show today with you as a, as a friend for over 30-some years and also as a great friend over here, Walt. It's, it's been great. Right out here, it's starting to get a little warm. We might come out of these it's warm jackets. now, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm like freezing out here, exactly. man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I guess my closing comments is that, you know, it, my challenge would be to anyone, no matter if you're one year old or if you're 80 years old, is uh, go look in the mirror because your future starts today and it starts with you. And that remember that you're not here to do it alone. And never settle. Surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with people with the similar high ideas and, and great standards because what you see is definitely something that you may become. And never stop dreaming. Always keep believing. Always keep believing because, you know, tomorrow's not promised, but you never know that individual that you cross that path, what they can bring out or what you can take and leave with them. So my biggest thing is never settle, keep moving forward, and never stop believing. You know what? So, again, just uh, on behalf of Basketball More in the Game, gentlemen, we just thank you for your time, your talent, your effort. Uh, true leaders, uh, again, for their service to our country uh, and making a difference in everybody's life every day that they walk and they touch 
Uh, so again, we, we can't thank you enough. So any listeners, please make sure that if you need to put pen and paper, pull it out, take a little bit of notes. Uh, we're just not sitting here hamming it up as part of what we did. But most importantly, uh, these gentlemen took time out of their busy schedules to sit down and just open up and be transparent and share what uh, goes on in their day-to-day life. So as we come to our close, always remember our focus scripture, John 14 and 6. I am the way, the truth, and the light. So as we always say in closing, somebody somewhere is working on your game. And I'm your host, Coach Goins, and I'll see you in the gym.